What's up, guys? Episode 13 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Scott Sturman, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Deitch. Matt, how we doing? I'm doing pretty good. Perfect. 13th hat, 13 hat on for the 13th episode. Episode 13. Lucky number 13. That's right. No, we're going to do something special tonight. Being that it's the 13th episode, we are going to be doing a 13 fishing giveaway. We are not in any way associated with 13 fishing, but uh, we've got here a 24-inch 13 fishing wicked ice, or is it just wicked? Wicked or wicked just ice? Wicked. Just wicked. Wicked ice, yep. Yep, wicked ice, ultralight rod. And uh, what we're going to be doing is when we post this episode on Facebook tomorrow morning, drop underneath of it in the uh, comments, put a your favorite outdoor picture on there, and you're off and running. Yep, make sure you like it. Yep. Do all yep. that. Like it. You must like the page in order to be like the our, winner. Yep. yep. Like our Facebook page. And yeah, that's all you need to do to get yourself a brand new fishing rod. Nice chance for it. A lot of time left to use it too yet this yep. season. Yep. And we'll also throw in a cold snap toothpick as the beautiful Matt Deitch shows that one off. Give Van a way to run <laughs> for her money. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so. Got that. And then. Last but not least, one of these sweet Midwest Angler decals. Can only get them here. They're exclusives. You, you ain't going to get them anywhere else. I can tell you that for free. So make sure you go there, do all that stuff, get yourself entered into this. Kind of nice little prize package there for some lucky fan. That's right. How was your weekend, Matt? My weekend was okay. Not as good as yours. Not as good as mine. Very few weekends are ever going to be as good as mine. It sounds like it was a pretty special weekend, a great event that you were able to be a part of. Yep. I took off Thursday morning for Rapid City, South Dakota, and got out there, uh, got to fish hooked on hard water out there with uh, Craig Euler, and lots of absolutely great fishermen out there. We uh, Friday night, we met up with our boys at the Club for Boys downtown Rapid City. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun with them, ate supper, played some games. And then bright and early on Saturday morning, we met them out on Deerfield Lake. And, yeah, my kid caught 15 fish, including awesome. one nice rainbow trout. And Yeah, that was a nice rainbow trout that he caught. Yeah, we, we started off, and right after I drilled my hole, and I was instantly marking, marking fish, and it was like, ooh, this... This could be pretty good here, and yeah, we, uh, I caught two perch and one rock bass right off the bat, and so I just kind of let it lay. Uh, Chilino was my boy's name. He came out, and we got into the shack, and yeah, I bet you two minutes later, he had his first fish out, and yeah, I think he caught a total of 15, but later on, after, you know, 60 other people are out there with baits and whatnot the fish were starting to get it a little bit figured out so uh it was a really light bite so i uh dropped my aqua view down there and oh, nice. you know anything with technology them kids are all over it and once he could see the fish coming up to it and whatnot we had a school of trout come in and then he started saying oh all i want to do is catch a trout all i want to do is catch a trout and it's like oh lord please just let this boy catch a trout and uh 
yeah, right, right towards the end, Rainbow came in, no hesitation, smoked it, and he was scared. He 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 didn't know what to do, and I'm like, real, you know, it can't do anything for you or do anything to you. He, you know, he's underneath of there, but yeah, it was it was really cool teaching teaching them different stuff about fishing. He had no clue we were on an actual frozen lake. That's yeah, that is pretty crazy. He he didn't know that. He didn't understand that his hole connected to everyone else's holes i had to explain to him yeah that fish can we can drop it down the hole it could swim over to your buddy's hole and he could pull it out two minutes later you know but yeah you know when you when you're not used to something like that when you see cars driving out on the ice you know that's a lot for a 11 year old kid to wrap their brain around like it's a lot for adults to wrap their. i mean you've ever brought somebody out for the first time onto a lake and you start driving out there they it, they freak out a little bit. Oh yeah. And the popping and you yep. know, everything of the ice, you know, is that cracking? Is that dangerous? <laughs> you know, but no, he did great. It was, oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely something he's going to remember for the rest of his life. I, I'm not going to lie to you, Matt. I think I got more out of it than them boys did. Oh I, yeah. It's, it's a good thing all around for everybody, everybody involved. This is a absolute, it's probably one of the best events I, that I've ever heard of. It, it is. It's, it's the absolute coolest, uh, you know, I know Craig said he's got a lot of guys that want to come and do it every single year. I'm super fortunate that Craig decided to invite me, and yeah, I, I'll never forget it. He he already told me that I didn't have a choice. Next year, I'm a pro back out there. Well, so that's good. Yeah. I, and I'm sure you didn't have to twist your arm at all. No, no. no. I, I had texted him and just said, hey, I'll help out next year again at any capacity, and he said, you don't have a choice. You're coming back out as a pro. What did what did I hear that he said? How much money has hooked on hard water raised for Ooh, the, the boys' club out there? Is it wasn't it like how long? How long has it been going? Do you know? I believe that this was the sixth or seventh year. And I thought I saw somewhere that it was like they've raised like a hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars. I I don't doubt that. Something I like don't that doubt that one bit. Boys and girls club out there. Yeah, they didn't have a banquet this year, which you know. I know there's a lot of people that are really disappointed and, and I don't think anyone's more disappointed than Craig himself, but, uh, you know, it was just one of those deals. There was a lot of work, a lot of money that was spent on it and they were coming out ahead, but it wasn't worth the work that was going into it. And, you know, if, if, if the juice ain't worth the squeeze, that's just the way it is. So So, now tell us about like the whole event you drove out there on thursday morning yep i drove out there on thursday morning i got out on there. terrible roads like always like we say yep. you're <laughs> six out well i couldn't all the even, way across the state of south dakota i could not believe that we were even in the united states they were so terrible and i'm not throwing jabs at south dakota snowplow drivers i mean it was it's just, just the dakota. way it was exactly <laughs> there's nothing out Interstate there State 90 on yep. south dakota but uh Oh man, like I, I pulled over in Wyndham because, you know, I'm pulling this 12 foot trailer with not a ton of weight in it and it's just getting tossed around. And I mean, I thought I was going to die numerous times. And, uh, so finally I pulled over in Wyndham or, uh, Kimball. Kimball. So you're going wrong direction. Wyndham. Wyndham's no, north. Wyndham. <laughs> Kimball. Definitely off track then. Kimball, South Dakota. I pulled over in Kimball and, uh, yeah, whatever, blah, 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 regrouped, got going, and finally ran out of it somewhere around Wall, which was an absolute relief. But, uh, yeah, after that, 
you know, smooth sailing, I got out there and I got to uh, fish Center Lake with Oakley Campanen and Scott McIntoon. And uh, the fishing knowledge between those two is absolutely insane. Scott is a fish biologist for uh, Minnesota DNR. Absolute genius. One of the smartest men I've ever met. I've, I've listened to him on a few show, like podcasts and things like that, and it seems, uh, yeah, very knowledgeable guy. Very knowledgeable. He he knew the scientific terms for every single fish he would pull out, and I mean, just a, a great all around dude. And Oakley is a spectacular person. Also, he uh, he is the Black Hills whiz. Him and Craig Euler, you know that they're they're in a league of their own out there. And uh, we went to Center Lake and Custer State Park, tried to catch tiger trout. They both caught a tiger trout. I could not get a tiger trout, but we caught plenty of rainbow trout. It was it was a great evening out on the ice. We were basically the only people out there. There was one other guy who was there for just a little bit on the other side of the lake. And, uh, yeah, then Friday morning, uh, me and one of the guys who I stayed in the cabin with, his name's Brennan Lockwood, uh, he runs a guide service there in Chamberlain. Uh, we hit up Deerfield that morning and that was a good time. We found some perch, we found some trout. We, you know, kind of bounced all around on uh, Deerfield. Good time. Friday night, we met up with our boys down at the club for boys. You know, like I said, played some games, whatever. Saturday morning, uh, um, obviously was the actual event and in the friday night the when you guys like meet the boy that you're going to be fishing with it seemed like that's a pretty big event at the oh at the boys club definitely there. i mean some of those games i want to play carpet ball you know i was like carpet we need ball, to get eric to build one of those and put one out at his place or we something. do it it was a hit lockwood said the same thing like i'm building a carpet ball deal and i mean it was a hit those boys are freaking good i mean <laughs> they are some hustlers at that game they they have all their different ways of setting up the balls and yep. you know different games ones that you got to bounce off straight on and you know it's like their own little language that they're talking out well, there and they came up with it out there right i yeah I it think was kind of like made out there the game that could be because i thought i heard somebody talking about maybe craig was talking about it on something I saw on Facebook that uh, one of the old directors or somebody there was sick of the boys coming in there. And like we all do, when there's a pool table there, you take the cue ball and you're throwing it around and just trying to hit the other balls instead of using a stick. And he was sick of them doing that with the pool table because it like ruins the felt and does all that stuff. So he's like, I got to do something. And it was loud. And so he built this big table that's down low and, put carpet on the inside of it and basically you just have a bunch of pool balls and you're trying to knock yep. the other person's in to the trough on the other end yeah like uh, like i said they've almost got their own language there was there was arrowhead there was eight ball there was like some random deal and that's all how you set up the balls and then there's straight on when you don't have to bank it there's opposites when you have to bank it and i mean those kids are just you know that's to to me as like a PE teacher that's like the coolest thing ever is like when kids come up with their own game they 
They're good at because it. I, I'll tell you. I mean, it, and that's the fun part about it. That makes that game a little bit more special to them because it's kind of a unique thing just yeah, for that. It's, it's their, their deal. Game. Yep. Yep. So yeah, but I mean, you guys nope. meet up with your kids there. Yep. You, we had supper. There was, like, dodgeball going in, in some oh, areas. Oh, the dodgeball gets intense. Yeah. I, I played for a little while, and I was I was getting sweaty <laughs> and like, man, I haven't done this much physical activity for a while. Didn't feel like making a trip to the rapid city hospital or anything nope. like that so. no nope. my boy ended up getting hit in the face and and pretty soon i'm looking around like where's chilino and he's off on the side and cal dang it and so i went over there and i thought you know what let's let's go do <laughs> some other stuff so yeah they had hot chocolate they had snacks they had everything and oh it was just a blast and you know to see all these kids interacting with these guys and i mean it, it was it was really awesome and yeah so saturday Obviously, the boys come out. You have lunch out there. Um, they had chili soup. They were frying fish, all sorts of stuff. Afterwards, they had a pro tournament where all the pros could uh, um, get together. And uh, it was the biggest three perch and one rock bass. And I was doing pretty good. I, I had caught a couple perch. I let one perch go that I shouldn't have. And then I got on a rainbow trout bite and... I just really couldn't leave that Can't spot. Resist it. And Could you? It, it was getting towards the end, and it was like, you know what? This this just wasn't going to be for me to <laughs> to be entering fish. So I I actually didn't enter any fish. Um, that's fine. You know, some other guys didn't too, but uh, they gave away a, a new Vexlar FLX twenty eight, and it was really cool. Uh, a guy who used to be in the club for boys uh, as he was growing up. I think his name was Jay Steele. He brought out a barbecue trailer. I saw that. Oh. Made some ribs. And I know how you how much you like your ribs. Semi-professional rib you, eater, semi-professional frozen pizza eater. You probably had a tear rolling it down was, your cheek when it came rolling out and thought, oh. Oh, it was so good, Matt. I mean, he had brisket chili. He had ribs. He had chicken lollipops. He had pulled pulled pork or pulled beef, shredded beef, whatever it was. And, I mean, it was done to perfection. And, uh, yeah, he donated all of, all wow. of the food. That's I awesome. Mean, you know, there was 75, 80 oh, you yeah, know, people, people out there yeah. eating, donated all the food. And Craig actually got him a brand-new big clam shack. Nice. And uh, he, w- he was really excited about that. And then his son, in 28th place, ended up taking home the vexlar flx 28 so that was that was a good run for them dudes and and it couldn't have happened to better people that was that was you, really cool you didn't that try they got to it. challenge any of the other pros in a rib eating contest be like all right you guys are fishermen aside. i'm eating fishing aside <laughs> let's get into these ribs i should have done it i should have done it that would have been my time to shine out yeah, there but yeah they looked yeah, it, it looked good. really good it was very good that's pretty cool that yeah he did that yep and then, yeah, obviously that was uh, that was Saturday night. Sunday, we had thought we were gonna go home. Snowstorm came through, <laughs> and and the thing was, it was beautiful in the hills. Yep. I mean, it was a beautiful day, not much wind, and so a bunch Here of us hunkered did, down. Yeah. And wind blowing like crazy. Kayla told me, you know what, stay out there, and so the cabin let us stay another night. So we went out to Pactola and did a little lake trout fishing. And I got my first, first lake trout. Laker. First laker. I actually broke off on the first. Uh, I had one hit early on, and I broke off. The second Probably one. state record. 
I yeah, yeah, easily world Easy. world record. Yeah, <laughs> it was big. I can tell you that. Yep. No, it was really weird. I mean, came up. I watched it come up, and and when it made contact with my jig on the Vexlar, I could tell that my line was getting tight, and so I let her rip, and it was just i mean just that fast it was it was off so i'm not really sure if i had a nick in my line or what uh right below my knot so my knot was still actually on there and i i don't know but uh yeah then later on i had another one come up and i was yelling at mackenthune that i was marking and all of a sudden i could tell that my you know there was tension again so i set the hook and rod almost basically fell out of my hand and whatever and i picked it back up and it was gone so at this point i'm like golly you know like who gets two chances at a lake trout here and and can't capitalize and finally on the third one i i got it i was i was really in this neat little nook everyone around me was at like 62 foot of water and i was at 71 Hmm. so i i marked it so I'd, i'd really like to go back out there and see you know if that's a little channel in there that they're traveling in or what because i had three marks mackenthune had one and i don't think anyone else marked anything so i might have had a special little area there but uh yeah so finally came home on monday that's why you're getting episode 13 on late late in the week but i apologize for that but uh yeah i think if we would have come home if i would tried to come home on sunday maybe we would have never got another yeah, episode it, it looked like there was a lot of people that stayed out there because yep. it was well they shut down most of the interstate yep. i think across the state yep. so. midwest angler was really close to being matt and ramsey forever in no Scotland. that wouldn't happen it would have been the end of the midwest angler <laughs> podcast right there otherwise i had to try to figure this solo gig out yep <laughs> no but so. so probably about the the third most memorable weekend you've ever had out the black hills I mean, obviously, the first one is getting your wedding. Second one is probably getting engaged, and then this one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To save to save my relationship <laughs> with Kayla, this is third. This is third. <laughs> no, no, it was golly, it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm really lucky I got to be a part of it. So yeah, so a huge shout out to Craig Euler for top notch guy. Just he is the absolute best in the business. Period. I mean, he treated us great when we went out there fishing. I mean, just four guys that he could have been like ah yeah just yeah, just go to deerfield or something like yep. that but when he, at the end of the day i mean even going into this weekend i don't really know craig that well i mean it's not much more than a facebook message here and there and whatever but talking making small talk with him at the ice institute and, yep but golly just spectacular guy so yeah well, lucky. that was cool that yep. was good uh if you don't know about that definitely check out their stuff uh they got a facebook page hooked on hard water yep club for the club, club for, for boys hooked, hooked on, on hard, hard water. water a lot of uh, pictures are getting uploaded right now it's definitely something worth uh checking out they also were filming a tv show out there midwest outdoors yep, television midwest outdoors. i think yep. um it'll be sometime next year when that does come up uh we'll post it to our page because i'll be in the background somewhere and i gotta claim my couple seconds to fame there you're not just doing the whole creepy like uh... i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) (laughs) no hey what are you guys recording (laughs) (laughs) that's neat well that's that's pretty cool but yeah check those check that out it's a great event uh if you're interested 
they're always looking for donations like yeah. next year yep. already you can sponsor a boy for a hundred dollars i believe and and it it only goes up for there uh, from there you know if you 250 dollars will get you you know your name on some billboards and whatnot and you know i think it goes all the way up to a couple thousand but uh you know even five dollars helps a lot of these boys did not even have snow boots they didn't have any winter clothes if you've got extra snow boots if you've got extra yeah. winter clothes they've got a big room uh with with stuff in there that the kids can borrow uh yeah if, if you've got extras i'm sure that they would take them it's a spectacular organization uh, really makes young boys into young men and it i mean this is something if, if you're in the giving mood, this is something you truly yeah. got to give to. You you really do because it's it's top-notch. Um, it costs the parents $12 a year to put their boy in the club for boys. It's an after-school program, you know, keeps kids out of trouble there in Rapid City. And it actually costs the club $1,500 a year to, wow. to do everything. Everything else is off donations. And, and I mean, the boys love it. I mean, they absolutely love the club for boys. I mean, you ask them and they think it's the best. So it, it's working. What they're doing out there is working. Yeah. So keep it up. The one thing about it too is the smiles out of all the pictures I, I've seen online it everybody's smiling. It Everyone. It's just a yep. wonderful event. It looked like you got decent weather, good weather Saturday for it. So yeah. You know, good. the weather wasn't spectacular the whole entire weekend besides that morning. Uh, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't really windy. The sun shined. I think it got up to 30 degrees every other day, I think was down closer to 15. Yeah. So, yep. I think, I think they have the good weather because they knew it was such a good event. So yeah, well, that's good. Well, speaking of weather, I'm around here, you know, for our local area in northwest Iowa, it's it's been brutal. Pretty tough going. It Pretty is. tough going. Um, snow. I, I think we're forecasted to get some more tomorrow morning, like a couple inches. Did you know that the average temperature right now is supposed to be 35 degrees? Yeah, I saw something on that because we have so much snow, it's 20 degrees lower than what it normally is. Really? That's so, what? Because, I mean, colder the, than what the sun is. actually has some power. I mean, when you're sitting outside and it's oh, yeah. sunny, I mean, the sun has some power, but the temperature just won't, won't go up. Because of all of the snow that's around. Yep. I, I was going to actually kind of see, I might call up President Trump and see if, you know, the government is going to, you know, relieve, you know, they're talking about all these school days that people are missing and dismissing some of these school days. So I got about 10 to 15 pounds that I'd like to dismiss because of the polar vortex. That's not a bad idea. You know. Could I get some of the can I yeah, get a little leeway? Pa packed on a little extra because you've been <laughs> sitting at home do. and a dang polar polar vortex. Polar vortex. Uh, well, I was thinking that maybe we would just build a wall at Nebraska <laughs> and keep all that snow down there in Nebraska and, and South Dakota. Like, it seems of, like they've had more snow south of more snow south of us this year than what we had. Yeah, a lot of it's been coming like Nebraska up, you know, yeah. through our area and and up into Minnesota and and. We're we're not we're no not getting into politics. That just, that was just strictly a joke. If, yep. if uh, we're not trying to we're, we don't we don't like care that. what you believe in. Whatever, do your thing. <laughs> yep. This is fishing. We not just politics. In, we just believe in that there was. Uh, we wish it would be a little warmer and less yep. snow. Yeah, that's one thing we can all get behind. Yeah, uh, I see that over at the lakes. They're 
it's really just track vehicle traffic snowmobiles if you got tracks on your four-wheeler i did see that on spirit lake somebody was nice enough to plow out a big yep path out onto the lake with a little turnaround cul-de-sac in there place for a, kind of like a little parking lot area too so you can get out there and then go from there if you want to if you have to walk yep a distance and i think that's kind of what it's sounding like for all of you know eastern south dakota oh, is, is, is track vehicles minnesota. yep and and yep up into minnesota they had the eel pout festival up there and it yeah. looked like that was a mess yeah, yeah a lot of slush a lot of slush a lot of water up there a no. lot of vehicles getting frozen down to the ground and now we're not used to all this all the time with all this much snow and everything but did you see like hear people say when they plow those paths don't drill on the path Okay. Because I don't know if like that causes the water to come up onto where they plowed the path, and that kind of creates all that slush. That could I mean, be. I mean, it would make sense, but I suppose I don't know, so. you know, yeah. The what I'm thinking in my head is that there's so much weight on the ice because of the, the snow. snow that yeah, when you obviously drill a hole in a spot where there is no snow. Otherwise, that snow will kind of soak soak it up. It'll yeah. freeze there, and it'll kind of hold it down. Whereas when there isn't anything there, I suppose it just gushes out. I heard that there was flat bottom boats out there to get people. Really? I well, I know like up on like Malax and Lake of the Woods, a lot of people got stranded this weekend. Yeah, because of that storm snowed that in, and yeah, we I had saw. a situation like that. The one the one time that I've been ice fishing up at Lake of the Woods, our last night there, a blizzard came in and blew everything shut and the next day we had to wait for them to come out with the plow i mean when you drive out there a new thing for us is i mean they got like it's literally like a four lane road plowed when we left and went back out it was like one lane they had just came through with the plow so we were able to get off the lake but yeah it's crazy how that can happen up there yeah i've i've never been on a lake that needed any sort of plowing you know and so you know, most of the time, especially down here, uh, you know, a four wheeler is more than suffice yep. and, and yeah, I guess it's not now. So, and we're kind of the, we're the type of people that we rarely drive our vehicle out onto the lake. Right. I, 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 I have. So have I, but it's just, uh, I, I don't know. It still doesn't make me comfortable. I'll never forget last year, uh, we had a four-wheeler that wouldn't start out on Lake Ponset, yep. and we were walking back, and some guy from northern Minnesota, hey, you guys need a ride? Yeah, sure. And we got in there, and he had like an F-250 or F-350 diesel, and he's trucking at 60 miles an hour across yeah, the ice just, there. He was yeah. from up by Bemidji. I don't think I scared him at all. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, the other, other bad thing that I'm seeing with all the – snow on the lakes now in southwest minnesota they're starting to say the oxygen levels on a lot of those lakes are getting very scary low and they're talking a lot of winter kill now so yeah i saw a, that i saw that whitewood uh up the, there by lake preston bad news up yeah. there um i know that there's been some discussion on turning the aerators on on clear lake here in iowa uh north central iowa and they i don't believe that they've done it but they've actually done a study and found that the oxygen level is getting to that spot where fish can be harmed. So 
I guess I'm not really sure what the holdup is there. I'm not going to argue with a fish biologist. Mm -hmm. I mean, they obviously know what they're doing, but I, I had heard a rumor that last weekend or maybe even two weekends ago, they've got a big kite festival where everyone goes out on the ice and flies, flies kites and you know, whatever, that's cool. They're entitled to the lake also, but I heard that they didn't want to turn those aerators on because that was, you know, potentially going to limit spots for the kite festival, but the kite festival's done now. So if the aerator is going to help these fish, they, they need to do it because Clear Lake has really developed into one heck of a fishery oh, in the yeah. last couple of years. It really has. I mean, they got nice walleye. They've got great crappie. The yellow bass bite there is second to none. That yeah. that would really be a shame. And, and the reason why with the snow on there, when you get that much snow on the ice, well, the sunlight can't get through now. And your weeds don't get any oxygen. Yep, there's no photosynthesis underneath, going on underneath the ice, and, and so they're not creating oxygen. They don't get oxygen, but you know what I mean. Yep. Uh, so there's no, they're not putting oxygen into the water. So in turn, yeah. Now, if, if they would the go fish. out there and and clear a bunch of paths and whatnot, does that let that enough light through? I don't know. That's a good. That'd be a question you have to ask Scott McIntyre. That will be a question that and he I would ask. know it right away. He would for sure. Uh, so yeah, it's. I don't. I saw somewhere too that there's a couple lakes up there that people were like, "Well, why isn't the aerator running?" And they said, "Well, they never turned it on this year, and now they wouldn't be able to turn it on." Yeah, I heard that it was too late. The damage was done, or something like that. That's one of the things that I heard over there on Clear Lake. So yeah, I. I don't know. That's not my that's not my field, yeah. but boy, well, hopefully, would... hopefully, there's not a lot of lakes in this area or anywhere come this spring when they thaw out and get a bad fish kill, and that always that's no fun to walk around and see all these fish washed up on the shore. And... Well, that, and I mean, you know, you think about a place like Clear Lake Bait and Tackle. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, if if their lake gets killed off, that's that's two guys' livelihoods. You know, I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, all these bait shops and all these spots, you know, all the way across Minnesota and South Dakota, you start taking away some of those lakes and, you know, that hurts the bait shops, that hurts the hotels, that hurts the restaurants, that hurts hurts everything, the gas gas stations. stations, I mean, all the way across the board, that is a big hit to the economy. And because, I mean, make no mistake about it, you know, you get up there by Lake Ponset and you get up there by Bay, and, you know, up into Northern Minnesota and whatnot that's that i mean that's that area's thing you know that's everyone's their got their thing and and well that's why when they started doing the non-meandering and the meandering water thing up there there was a lot of them little small town gas stations that would have shriveled had, up yeah they would have so yep hopefully hopefully it turns around hopefully we can start getting some warmer weather but we're going to be ice fishing for a while yet yep there's no doubt about it no doubt we that, put that pole up on our facebook page yesterday you did about who's yeah. ready for yep. who wants to keep ice fishing and who wants to keep summer fishing i don't know what's the, what's in the I lead think, right I now i think it's at 22 uh votes right now and uh summertime fishing is winning i think it's 13 to 9 but yeah. it's good to see some solid guys craig oiler chad lorith they're they're with me with the ice fishing what are you talking about the other day i got this text message that says you know i'm not gonna lie I'd, i am kind of a I'm, I could go for some open water pretty soon. Yeah, but now I haven't fished for like three or four days, so now I'm I'm ready to <laughs> rock again. 
Nope. Uh, it got it got up to 18 degrees here today, yeah. so it felt like, whoo, yeah, it's kind of exactly. hot. You, if you went outside, it was like, man, this is a nice day. Like the kids actually got outdoor recess at school today instead of keep being indoors. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I was going to say, I actually talked to Lance Vandeweerd tonight. Brand new bait machine, Rock Valley, Iowa. Rock Valley, that was the big reveal. That was the big reveal. Uh, so now they have three locations Three to locations and possibly two more on the way Ooh. is what lance told me and they have chubs now in there they've got chubs they've they're got minnows experience they're experimenting with the chubs there's about three in a bag that i see something that, like that. that could be but the thing is too is if you ever want more chubs or need more or even minnows you want to get a whole bunch instead of buying a bunch of individual bags if you get a hold of lance vander weird at lnl bait and tackle or bait and tackle is it lnl yep. bait L&L Bait and Tackle, Lance and Luke, Luke, Luke Stubbe, Lance Get a hold of one of those two. Yep. They're face, they got a Facebook page. Uh, message those guys. And I think they have the one of their, their houses they have the bait tank at. Yep. In, in Lance's garage, they've got a heck of a cool setup. I've, I've been over there, and they, they really got it set up really nice, uh, uh, temperature-controlled. Um, you know, they've got the whole filter system. It's it's pretty top-notch deal. Um, one of the other things that Lance, uh, when I talked to him, he said that he really wants to stress the fact that they will give you your money back. You know, like if you happen to open up a thing of minnows and they're dead, they'll give you your money back, you know, get a hold of them, whatever. These bags that they have and, and the type of water that they're putting in there, will keep these minnows alive for a long time but with anything that's alive things some, die some you know obviously if, if you open up a bag and you've got one dead minnow don't be calling them you open up a bag and all your minnows are dead give them a call they're gonna make it right with you you know they're, they're easy they're, to work with good guys yep they're both top notch uh go like their stuff you go like their pa- facebook page if I mean, you're in here, you don't hear you don't hear many bait shops going out onto a lake and handing out free bait. That's right. That's they did right. That at Lake Pohoya, we talked about that before. I talked a little bit to Lance about it this weekend, and because there's a lot of guys that fish at Lake Pohoya that don't realize that that bait machine is there on the south side of the entry that yeah office right there. Lance told me that they put up a big sign yeah there right by the uh, by the entry stand or whatever you want to call it, and so. Yeah, if you if you're out there, take a look at it and yeah, if you forgot bait or if you're run out of it while you're there, yep, run up to the bait machine, which is awesome. It's nice to have that. There. Oh, convenience is great, and you know we're not we're not, and they're not taking a jab at the actual brick and mortar bait shops. No, it's but guys, we live in a small area yep. where a brick and mortar bait shop can't make it work you know it's tough in this spot there is no lakes klein's corner did it but they were a wholesaler they they had their deal out in front but their money was made doing the wholesale here in our area it 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 doesn't work this is bait machine area you know when you're over at okaboji buy from the bait shops over there when you're up in in south dakota buy from the bait shops up there but when you're in our area and you're not going very far buy from these guys yep for sure definitely check those guys out yep i don't know you got got anything else or is that kind of running low for episode 13 other than that i mean there wasn't any 
couple weeks until the Bassmaster Classic, so yep. there's not much to talk about with fantasy fishing. Start we, looking there. Yep, we both uh, talked to some potential guests here yeah. in the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, I think that those will be killer, killer yeah, cool shows. we got some cool if we can, guests coming up yep. here pretty soon. Yep, so... Uh, yeah, all facets of the fishing industry. Yep, yep. It's 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 getting pretty excited. We're getting pretty excited about this thing to get it growing, keep it growing, keep it going where we want it to go. You know, we get asked that a lot of times. Like, what do you guys like? What's this podcast about? You know, what what are you guys doing this podcast? What's your goals for it? What's your end game? It's just like we, we want to talk fishing and talk yep. and talk to people that it is a passion. It's a passion of ours. We want to get passionate people about that are passionate about fishing in here. And just share their stories, share their knowledge with other people, and just keep going with it. Yep. We would have these exact same conversations, me Without and you, driving back and forth to Okaboji, <laughs> driving back and forth to fish wherever we're fishing. We had them just a little bit ago before we got on here and started yep. talking. So it was, just, it was just kind of a deal like, you know what, let's record it, let's put it out there for other people to listen to. And yeah, hopefully we get to go fishing. We get to sit down and talk with some people that we otherwise wouldn't get to. And and that's, I guess, to me, that's what it's all about. That's what it we, is all about. The goal is there. There really is no goal. We're, we're just we're just here to talk fishing. We're just two guys that like to fish. So don't forget though to go to our Facebook page, be entered into the thirteen fishing combo for our thirteenth episode here. Like Scott said, next week we're going to be drawing the winner for it. And like I said, this is a nice little. I use this one a lot. Yeah, I think it's you 20, and Ramsey don't both have. Don't not no no just me. Yeah, That's, just Matt. Just yeah, Matt. Ramsey doesn't have. I don't know. I think Ramsey uses a toothpick. <laughs> nope. So yeah, photo comment your favorite outdoor picture. That's all that it. Uh, that's all you got to do. Drop underneath. Be liking the page. Like the. Uh, like the post go to our website go to our website Head. go to youtube hit the yep. subscribe button all that do stuff it, or helps us out touch it just make sure you push it yeah you yeah we do. don't we don't care what yeah, you do don't run your computer over it so. or your phone so yeah other than that get out there and enjoy this coming up weekend you bet see ya